three, two, one. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys Bartender from the Keys Bartender Podcast, as you can see right here. I'm trying to point right here. And what is the Keys Bartender Podcast? It's a show about life in the Florida Keys and bartending. And I guess life in general. On today's show, we're going to be discussing dressing for a successful holiday party. One of my regulars makes a special announcement at the bar, and uh, I am surprised by the content. Uh, It's not outrageous. Let me say that first. Uh, It's outrageous in a sense. It was kind of a letdown. And we go into the seventh drink of Christmas, which will be the Raspberry Bailey's Martini. And I'll talk about that at the end, I think. That's probably the best one. So right now, I will um, I'll talk about the Christmas party. I had another Christmas party to go to, and it was my part-time job. So I don't have any – I'm going to be giving advice on how to attend holiday parties and company parties in general. But the unique situation I was in, I've been there 10 years. I do one specific thing for the company I'm not looking for. It's a, it's a, a big healthcare company. It's a hospital. And I'm a spin instructor there, which you know. And I'm not looking for an, an advanced position, but I want to preserve my own position that's there. So I didn't do anything to either you know, promote myself or detract from it. So that that's really important. If you're happy with your job, you probably would want to do things that wouldn't uh, do anything to make you look into, uh, uh, you don't want to be in a poor light in there. But you're not, you don't have to super impress either once you have your job and you've been there for a while. But a holiday party is your time to shine. You know, and I I don't want to talk about the special announcement yet, but being able to dress the part, it's kind of like you're auditioning, you're dressing. You ever heard the thing you dress for the job you want to have? Well, that's a good time to do it at a Christmas party. Now, obviously, it's a little more festive at a holiday party than it is, but it's depending on the, the job you have. Obviously, if you're CEO or the owner or you're already in a position where you really can't advance, there's no superior person above you to evaluate you, then just dress appropriately. But if you're looking for something to go out of your comfort zone, it's good to dress a little more to show people you can shine up really nice and be presentable. Another thing is you go and if you arrive during the cocktail hour, if you go around, you greet people and you greet people, you, a lot of times you, you introduce yourself. It's hard to remember names. I understand that I'm the worst person for that, but to go around and introduce yourself to people, whether you're looking for, uh, to enhance your standing with the organization or not, it's really good just to go around and schmooze people and introduce yourself. And it's not just people that on a level, you know, if you're looking for people that are in a position above you, but it's good to be friendly to everyone to show that you are comfortable with all different groups of people in your place of work. 
Uh, so there's that. And there's also a thing that I wasn't really particularly good with, but the things where, uh, and that's watching what I, I drank and what I said and what I, and the amount of food I ate. So you always want to appear as a moderate person. You want a moderate person, person of moderate taste. You're not too gluttonous with the food. You're not showing up. It's, you don't want to show that you, when you, let's say it's a buffet and you don't, you don't want to be too difficult to the help. You want to show that you're congenial and you're friendly and you, you're well-mannered. You watch how you eat because a lot of companies, they'd be looking at, at you at a party as if, well, what if a client was here? How do they behave? How do they, how do they drink? How do they handle their booze and things like that? That's very, very critical. A lot of people, as you, you, if you had a party and there's an open bar or something like that, it'd be really easy to fall into that uh, habit of continuing to drink and not paying attention and then going down, down that rabbit hole of poor judgment, more drinking and bad behavior. But it's also important to show that you can have a good time. Now, I don't drink per se, but it's also good to show that you can have a drink or two if you can drink. And then you can interact with people and then you will go up and socialize. Now, I had been, I'm not quite the dancer, but I'm not shy either. And there was a friend who's one of the regulars I'm going to be talking about later. Uh, he said he won't be on the show, but he says I can talk about it. His name is Howard, Howard Saunders. And his wife works for the same hospital that I work at as a fitness instructor. She's not a fitness instructor. She's a nurse. So Howard shows up and he's dancing right away. And the people from the hospital know me as a spin instructor and they think I'm pretty outgoing. So they come and they, some of the uh, women that work at the hospital, when the music started after everyone ate, I was dragged up to the dance floor. It was mainly women on the dance floor and there was Howard and a couple other guys. So they dragged me up there and I purposely went up there and I started dancing with Howard. Because you can't just start dancing with one woman and stuff like that. Plus, I was with my wife, so I'm not going to do that. So I got up and made a big point of dancing with Howard. It was a dance, uh, a fast dance. So I got up there and made my big move, made a show that I was dancing. So if anybody asked later and said, I didn't see you on the dance floor, I said, yes, you did see me on the dance floor. I was one of the first people up there. It's good to participate, not sit in the corner. It shows you that you can interact well with people. It's all those things. And it, um, being well-mannered, moderate of drink and food, uh, gracious, show gratitude to the people that planned the party. That's always a good one. And thanking people for your employment, thanking your coworkers, telling them how, mu how much you enjoy working with them. And then what's really important is to avoid the pitfall of the Irish goodbye, which I call, well, a lot of people call the Irish goodbye, and that's where you just sneak out at the end of the party. I, I would suggest that you go to 
the, your coworkers, say goodbye to your coworkers and have, say goodbye to the people that are running a party to and, and suggest, tell them how nice everything was. It's very easy. And it's good to stay a healthy portion of the party. You don't want to be the one that stays the last one, maybe to leave and get kicked out of the party. But then again, you don't have to be the first one to leave too. So you don't want to be last. You don't want to be first. You want to be there in the middle to get people to see you a lot. It's almost like you're setting yourself up for an alibi. If there was a crime, you say, well, I couldn't conduct. I could have, I couldn't have been the person that stole the crown jewels because from seven to nine 30, I was at a party and I was dancing. So you have that. So all those things, dressing, I'm going to put that in there. Just remember that dressing well, you want to dress for the job you want to have. You want to show that you can be dressed up. You do all those, do all those things that will make you stand out and see, oh, well, I, I usually see them in their uniform, but I also see they clean up really well. They polish up to be a rather shiny penny. Okay, I'm going to talk about the drink. The sixth drink of Christmas is the Raspberry Bailey's Martini. Now, the Raspberry Bailey's Martini can be served on the rocks or chilled. So, it's one of those things. I don't like using cloudy uh, cream liquors because they you got to really make sure after you're done when you're shaking them and stuff like that, you actually clean up your mixing cup and your shaking cup because that'll taint other drinks if you serve clear martinis and things like that. But you should always be pretty uh, you know, astute about cleaning your supplies when you're doing it. So what you would do is you would take two ounces of raspberry vodka, and then you take one ounce of Bailey's and one ounce of creme de cacao. And you pour it in, if you're going to do it as a martini, you put it in a shaking glass, over ice, you just you just put a little more ice than you uh, you put that liquid. Okay, you don't have to pack the whole thing with ice because remember it's a holiday season. Ice is always at a premium. Matter of fact, if someone's calling and for a party and you're hosting a party and someone calls up and they say, "What can you bring?" If you can't think of anything, say, "Bring a bag of ice." Okay, that's always a great thing to have. That's I always worry, you know, if you had a keg, you just dump, if you, you have plenty of ice for drinks and stuff like that, you take the icing, dump it on your keg or whatever you do. So that's a helpful thing. So I mentioned that you put it in a shaking glass, you shake it up. You got that one ounce creme cow. You had the one ounce barely two ounces of raspberry vodka, and then you pour it in a martini glass, or you can pour it right on the rocks. You pour it on rocks. You don't have to stir it or anything. You don't have to shake it. You just use a stirrer. And that'll mix well and stuff. It makes a really nice holiday drink. You can garnish it with a raspberry or something red, a cranberry even if you want. I know it's not cranberry, but you can put a little color into it. And there you got your drink. While we're here now, I will finish up. And Sundays are not a normal day that I'm working. But this Sunday, I was working opening. And... It's nice because it was the World Cup and we're watching the World Cup uh, 
play. It was Argentina and France. And it was the last 15 minutes of regulation. I'm not going to go exactly over it, but remember we are in Key Largo and with 15 minutes left, it's about 15 minutes after we opened the restaurant. It's 1130, 11 quarter of 12. And don't you know, this guy sticks his head in, looks up at the TV, and then he looks back at his vehicle and he waves some people and he brings them in. And they come in, they have a slight accent. As it turns out, it's three French people. Three French people in Key Largo, not Quebecois. They're not French Canadian, they were French. The one from was from Paris and two of them were from Normandy, which is the northern part of France facing England across the English Channel. And they sat there and I said, boy, you know, wouldn't it be freaking awesome if we had three Argentinians come in? Because it was some game. It was some game. We watched some football, too. I had an enjoyable day watching football because I saw my Eagles win. And no insult to the Dallas Cowboys, but it also was icing on that delicious cake was the Dallas Cowboys losing. And a lot of people say that we're vindictive people, the um, Eagles fans. They may be right. They may be right, but that. So my friend I referred to earlier, one of our regulars, Howard Saunders, he comes in. I'll, after the French people leave. And I had about 10 people around the bar. And Howard says, I have an announcement to make. And that was intriguing because you normally don't hear a comment from that. And there's people are looking and says, that announcement to make, like, is there going to be a tornado? Are aliens landing? Did they just clone, successfully clone Elvis? No. I said, uh, and then he goes, no, I got something important to say. And so, oh, it's important. You're, you're coming out of the closet. Because I'm 65 years old. Don't you think I goddamn know if I'm, I'm gay or not? And I said, okay, okay, good. I said, you got, you got Lady Gaga pregnant. She's carrying your child. He goes, no. He goes, shut the fuck up. Let me talk. So I calmed everyone down. And when I say calmed everyone down, I was saying it because of me. I'm doing all this stuff. But I got everyone worked up. Right. I said, guys, Howard needs to make an announcement. So Howard starts out this way. He goes, do you know Trade Winds Plaza? Trade Winds Plaza is about a mile, uh, less than a half mile south of us. He says, behind the old Kmart, which is torn down, they're building a Publix there now. He says, there was a truck carrying a box and the box fell off the truck. And we're like, oh, wow, I'm really intrigued. Box fell off the truck at a construction site. So I'm waiting to hear that. And he goes, yeah, and it was raining. Go, it was raining. So we added another facet to the story. I said, wow, this is going to be exciting. So what's going to be in it? Yeah, so the box got wet. And I'm thinking in my head, okay, okay. So now he's going to tell us, bust it open. He says, then he goes, the, the box busted open. Now I'm thinking in my head, body parts, cocaine, uh, package, you know, tight packages of dollars, um, puppies. Maybe someone had a box of puppies in there. That would be some 
twist to that. And he just, I'm not saying anything. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. What? Okay. And it was red potatoes. Yeah, that's exactly how I reacted. I'm like this red potatoes. Are you kidding me? This is a special announcement because yes. And the manager said anybody since it fell on the ground, anybody that wanted red potatoes to go and help themselves. I go, Howard, you, you interrupted me making up all those interesting things about red potatoes. I mean, and it's about red potatoes. I, I suggested, I don't think the crew in here that's going to, everyone here, the smallest bill is going to be $25 a person, each person, because they're drinking here. And you're, you're going to think that these people are going to leave here, get a bucket and, and load it up with red potatoes that's behind the old Kmart. I don't think so. I said, listen, you're, you're going to have to really, what would you call it? Beef up or pump up your announcement skills. You know, when you say I have a, I have an announcement, you know, the bridge, the bridge to the keys has been blown up. I have an announcement that the sun is getting ready to explode. Mole men are coming from the center of the earth and they're arriving in Key Largo first. There's virtually a million things you could say that are interesting. None of those things involve red skin potatoes. So if you're, you're about to do a special announcement, do something that's somewhat exciting. And that's pretty much all I have to say for today. I do appreciate you for listening. We will be back later on the week. I hope my audio and my editing skills are kind of picking up here. I don't know. But until then, um, enjoy your cocktails. I guess I have uh, later on this week, I have uh, the eighth drink of Christmas. I think I'm going to make it because I only have to get five more drinks, five more drinks. Let's figure them out. Well, thank you very much and have a great day. Um, There's a couple days left. Christmas shopping. Bye.